And welcome back to Parents vs. Gaming. This is episode 49, getting close to that episode 50. Uh, my name is James III. I am here with the always amazing Kia as we do this show together. So as I was asking, tell us a little bit about uh, your break yeah, and what's been well, going on. All right. So we've been working on our house, uh, which a lot of people, especially from my community, know that we've been working on a house for um, almost two years now. Um, and what's sad is that um, this house wasn't it wasn't like it's a brand new house. It's not something we've built from ground up. Um, it is literally um, something that uh, got damaged during a hurricane that hit us two years ago. And um, the contractors, we just had a bunch of problems with them, ended up having to fire them, get somebody else new, and they were able to knock it out. Um, <laughs> so we passed final inspection uh, last week or the week before that. I can't remember which. Um, it was right when we came back from our vacation because we took a family vacation um, in October. Okay. And so the week after we came back, we had scheduled inspection. They came in, they passed us. And so now we can actually officially start moving into the house. Um, we're doing the backsplash currently in my kitchen. Um, so we're definitely wanting to at least get that done. And then we have to set an official date for when we move in. What do you think the date is? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um actually i'm really hoping that um probably within the next week or two um that we'll set the official move-in date so i basically have to call our internet people a week before we move in and then they can get out to our place and make sure that we don't go without internet for too long um i love the people that we're with um they run fiber so they're super amazing they're um, like the whole reason we stick with them a lot of the time is because of the customer service. It's yeah, just yeah. phenomenal. Um, from someone who worked customer service for 11 years, um, it, that's a big deal to me. So <laughs> um, if you have good customer service, more than likely you will keep me. <laughs> True. I'm with you on that. I am uh, 100% so. with you. They can have problems, but if they at least make me feel like they care and they're trying... Yeah, that's I have another so much thing. More patience. Anytime I've had an issue, I've been able to call them and they almost send somebody out immediately. Like super, like within, like even if it can't be like the same day, it's like the next day. Like they sent, like they have twenty four seven service. Um, for so if they can't get somebody out to you right away, they will get someone to you very quickly. So and it's it's really nice because they don't make you pay anything extra for it either. Uh, so yeah. I was like, I want to keep you guys. And they're like, well, we love hearing that. And I'm like, I bet you do. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, hopefully, uh, so hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we will probably be doing the official move in, which means my stream schedule will be a little wonky <laughs> um, for a little bit. But um, hopefully. Understandably so. Means... I'm sure your community understands. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, that also means, though, that um, I might even start being able to do a few daytime streams um, during the week, some little pop up random daytime streams for my community as well, because I know I have people um, that live in different parts of the world that sometimes it makes it really hard for them to come into my streams at night because for them it's extremely late or super super early in the morning for them, that so. australia crowd right yeah yeah like my mod <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so, so yeah. tell us tell us about the uh the new streaming room uh i'm super pumped i am super excited so i will be getting a new mic uh so i will no longer be wearing a headset i will actually have earbuds um and a mic <sighs> so super professional 
probably will still have all the super professional problems, though. Yeah, of course, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. OBS um, is uh, unforgiving. Uh, yeah, so I'm hoping that with not having to wear a headset, um, that will help with a lot of my headaches because I do know that a lot of the times wearing my headset for long periods of time does bother my head, and I do end up with a lot more headaches. So. Oof. That's be maybe you just need one of those like two thousand dollar pair of headsets. Mm, no. You know, Christmas is around the corner. <laughs> My baby brother bought me this headset. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, I like so, it. Now, yeah. what about Kane? Are Kane and the hubby are they excited about the new house? They are. Um, Kane is super thrilled. Once we passed final inspection, he actually asked if we could go ahead and move in that day. <laughs> he was like, "Can we go ahead and move in?" Can we He's move like, in? Uh, "I'm ready." So, yeah, every every other day. Can we move out? Can we move in today? We can move in. Does today, he have right? a bigger room? Um, no, not really. It's about the same size. Mm. Um. But he's getting um, Josh's old bed um, okay. from when he was a kid. And um, so, yeah, he just, it's not necessarily a bigger room. Um, I think it's just different. And that's, even though he's always kind of had a harder time with different, he, once he starts like getting the feel for it, he, he gets excited. So he's like, uh, okay, I'm gotcha. ready for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's doing really good with the change. Um, we've even been bringing our dog over on occasion when we don't have like a bunch of stuff to do that she would be like in the way so she can start getting used to the new house as well. Um, we also got our furniture delivered last week. So that was a really big thing. So once we got our furniture furniture delivered, that was another like... Now, is this a full like house furniture upgrade too? Yes. Oh, so this is like... Yes. Leaving I've, everything behind and... I have never had new furniture it's so and nice. I'm so bald. It's so exciting. <laughs> like it's my favorite thing. Like, honestly, I went. Like I don't I sat like shopping down. for it because it's so expensive. Oh God. Oh, don't. Even, I don't even want to tell you. You know my favorite part about the like, furniture shopping oh. is when you walk in and you see two or three couches from the front. And you're like, I really like those. And then in your head, you're like, we need to go about four or five rows at least deep into the store because I can't afford the first four or five right. or six rows. <laughs> like, I like, can't afford this. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get to the back of the store a little bit and see what's back there. What do you have on clearance? Can <laughs> <those> out? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is my first time ever having brand new furniture. Everything we've ever owned has always been hand-me-down stuff that's been, you know, like, it's obviously seen its better days. And um, I had told my husband when we moved, none of the furniture was coming with us. Um, we were getting new. <laughs> and he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like it. So, um, yeah, Kane helped me pick out the furniture. So um, when it got delivered Thursday... Uh, last week, um, he was like, okay, so we can move in now, right? Because now we have furniture, so it's okay. We can move in now. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, baby, we will move in. I promise we will move in very soon. Just calm down. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, it's awesome. He's excited though, uh, right? Yeah, it's. I'm super excited. We've started bringing a few things over and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So really what's going to determine the official move in is when we decide to move our stove and our fridge. Then yeah. it's official. We have mm -hmm. to move. <laughs> yeah. uh, we need food. So let's, we're going like with we that. We need this. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that's pretty much been me. Um, so, yeah. And you had hey, some crazy news happen. So, I, what's been going on with you? I did. Yes. Yeah. So, we obviously, in that two month time off, I got married. As you can see in the photo behind me, this is from the wedding reception party. I absolutely love that picture. Uh, it's amazing. This is even, at this point, Milena had, had changed and everything into her reception dress. Um, so, uh, Hurricane was coming for Turks and Caicos. Of course it was. We got stuck in oh, Miami yeah. overnight. So, in Miami, it's all of 
Milena and her kids and her mm-hmm. oldest boyfriend is there. The two of them are the ones that are on our Kenichiha podcast, the anime podcast. So, but they were there. My uh, son and his mom came to the wedding and they were stuck in Miami with us and my parents all at a Miami hotel overnight oh. while we waited for this hurricane to pass Turks. So you can imagine how fun that was, but it ended up being really, really good. Uh, my, uh, son's mom and my now wife got along really, really well. So I think it was a blessing that we got stuck there. They worked really good together, you know, sharing awesome. Parker and, and stuff like that. Parker's my son. He's, he's two. So, uh, the next day, we all decided to get to Turks, but the flights kept getting delayed. It kept getting pushed back. We eventually get to Turks about 5 o'clock on Wednesday. We were supposed to get there Tuesday. So basically, now we've lost all of Tuesday. We lost all of Wednesday. The wedding's on Friday. Thursday, uh, or Wednesday, we're like walking around the resort. We look over at the beach, and there is no beach. Like, it's completely flooded. All the restaurants down by the beach are filled with sand and water. I mean, you can imagine the hurricane is just kind of rolling out, right? So... It was disaster. So we had a little bit of panic, like, how are we going to have this wedding? There's just not even a beach to have the wedding on. Um, so Thursday, we spent all day in meetings and like meeting with the wedding planner and the photography team and setting everything up. And our wedding planner was amazing. Uh, Christelle was her name at Turks and Caicos. If she happens to listen, big shout out to her because she calmed everything down she just kept looking at us and we were like okay but what if you know what are we doing when we can't have the wedding and stuff on the beach and she just looked at us and says we'll have it on the beach and we just kind of looked at each other like this doesn't look possible because it's not really a beach and she said no 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 it'll be on the beach don't worry so sure enough friday uh comes you know we we did a we actually did a first look which ended up being really important. So first look, obviously, where we do the photos one-on-one. And we ha- like, I see Milena, obviously, before the wedding. But they do a whole intimate thing where my back is to her. And she comes up, taps me on the shoulder. So you get, like, a full reveal of me seeing her in a dress for the first time. Yeah. Um, so that was amazing. Awesome awesome photos with that. But it's a good thing we did that. Because when we went to the for the wedding ceremony, it was on the beach. As you can see in this 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 photo yeah. on the beach there, but it was on the beach. As she walked down and we were facing each other, the moment that we kind of held hands and we're about to start the whole ceremony, a wave came up and just you know splashed her dress and everything was basically ruined at that point. I mean, it was amazing. She she loved it. I loved it. But if we had we not done that first look, we wouldn't have any photos of her dress being like kind of full and nice and and all that. So we do the ceremony and everything. We had a really, really good time. My son, Parker, came down. He was one of the ring bears. And Milena had got him and another little girl these bubble guns because Parker oh, loves yeah. bubbles. So everyone's sitting down except the best man and the maid of honor and me and Milena, obviously. <laughs> but while we're trying to do our vows, all the, the groomsmen are like sat in the front row next to uh, my son and his uh, son sitting on, my, on his mom's lap. And Parker is just going to town with this bubble gun, like just holding down the trigger. So like in all our wedding videos and photos, you just see bubbles surrounding us, which, which is actually really cool. Like it turned out to be really amazing, but the guys are like, we're trying to have this intimate, serious vow moment. And the guys are trying not to laugh because bubbles are just all up in their face and going up their nose and their mouth. I mean, it's like flooding them with bubbles. Also, at the same time, because the sweating is on the beach and the waves keep coming up, basically people are sinking in their chairs. Like the water is like coming up to their seat, like (laughs) just rushing everyone, just constant. 
So we're just getting killed with waves while we're doing this. I mean, not like big rollers or anything, but you know, yeah, it's, it's sweeping up, uh, sweeping up the beach for sure. Yeah. And it's getting closer to high tide. Like the tide's getting higher and higher as we're doing all this. Yeah. So we get through everything. We do the, you know, the the sand unity sand and all that where all the us and the kids pour sand in and, and did the whole thing and then uh we had the wedding reception uh which was amazing uh the dinner was kind of funny my boss where he was sitting with his table they actually had to pick the table up and move it because the water was getting like when the wave would come in it was almost like at their table they were literally just sitting in the water so they picked it up and moved it up the beach a little bit, which was really fun. But we closed the night with a fire dancer. That was our gift, yeah. uh, Melina and I's gift to uh, everyone that came. There was about 40-plus people that came to the wedding, so it was a pretty big wedding party for a destination wedding. Uh, Jay, who is uh, on this podcast occasionally, or it used to be a lot more, uh, was there. A bunch of my friends, obviously. And uh, But the fire dancer was amazing. Uh, the photo we got from the photographer, as obviously you can see behind me if you're watching this on YouTube or watching this live on uh, Kia stream. It's got this like Doctor Who portal as he's like whipping the fire around and we were holding up, you know, hearts to make another heart on fire. That stuff was hot, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like I is. was shocked how how hot all that all that really was. Yeah. But uh, no, it was it was good. We had we, we really did have a really good time. Uh, after the wedding, we went to St. Lucia. So that was our honeymoon was at St. Lucia. We did beaches, Turks and Caicos for the wedding. And then we left the kids and we went on to, uh, St. Lucia sandals in St. Lucia. And then, so that was amazing. Went to waterfall, did the whole volcano bath thing. They do like a sulfur bath at their volcanoes. The food was incredible. Um, and then just last weekend or two weekends ago, I'm kind of lost. Maybe it was last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. We were in uh, Club Med Cancun because Melina had a work conference there. So we've done a lot of traveling Yeah. over the last month. So I'm back. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be back with you. But it was definitely uh, worth the time to go out there and do everything, obviously. That's awesome. Like, I'm super excited for you guys. I know, like, I know because I'm friends with you on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I got to see this picture before and i was like oh god that's so beautiful like it's so beautiful like i love that picture yeah so. well I'll, i haven't gone through all of our stuff we haven't got a lot of our stuff back but i'm gonna post a lot more stuff yeah soon. so i'm super super excited about that well congratulations um, yeah again. it's been a little over a so. month now you know got my yeah. ring which is weird i'm not usually a ring person that wears yeah, rings so not usually yeah no so definitely not used to it it feels kind of weird. Yeah, I have like this, like my finger, like if I have stuff on my finger sometimes, but most of the time I don't notice it's there during the day, which is nice. You'll get, you like, honestly, it'll get to the point where you don't, because I, I never wore rings, mm -hmm. um, until me and Josh got engaged, and for the longest, like even now, I'll still like I play with it because it's there, mm -hmm. um, but a lot of times I do forget about it. <laughs> I mean, I assume here. I mean, my plan personally is when I'm not doing good at Fortnite or Call of Duty or Tarkov and Ender's yelling at me, I can be like, Ender, it's because I'm not used to having this ring on and it keeps hitting the controller. There you go. There you so go. So I've already, I've got, got, I've got the excuses lined up for got him. Got the excuses lined up. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so that was been our, been our two month break. We are back everyone. And we're going to go over our plan for parents versus gaming and how it's going to work going forward at the end of the show. So stick to stay tuned. If you want to hear that now, of course, this is a, our live show. We will be doing a live show at least once a month. And we'll, like I said, we'll go into more detail a little bit later, 
But uh, on our live shows, we love to interact with uh, Kia's uh, stream, her live yes. chat feed. So uh, Kia, if anyone's listening to this now and they want to know future episodes when we do announce we're going live, where can they find you? They can find me at uh, KiaKane0801 on Twitch. Um, it's right underneath my picture. That's where you can find me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is the name I use on pretty much all my platforms. I try to keep it very uniform um, to make it easier for people to be able to follow me. Um, but yeah, so the name you see underneath my picture, that is where you can find, that is the name you can use to find me on Twitch. Um, and I'm usually live, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and obviously on Sundays when we do our live podcast, um, which obviously we will discuss that further along because yeah. we said we were going to be doing it live, but only once a month. So yeah. my Sundays may become, uh, podcast once a month and then maybe we do something community wise um on sundays we'll just see how it goes um especially once we get i myself get settled in over at the new house so. yeah and we're gonna uh focus just so you guys know we're definitely gonna focus <clears throat> parents versus gaming more towards kind of some news articles how it affects parents and their kids and gaming and just different topics and, and relative things that come up we're going to bring on some therapist talk about mental health and just different challenges uh, that can affect both parents and kids when they game or the relationship between parents and kids yes but this week our article that kia brought to my attention uh, a couple weeks ago it is from the New York Post. It's by Adriana Diaz. If you want to give her a click and a like, we will put the link in the description of the podcast later. Um, but the title of this is Video Games Could Trigger Deadly Heart Problems in Children. This is a study. Uh, basically, one of the, the captions in this is multiplayer war games were found to be the most triggering for children with possible heart conditions. Now, keep in mind that does say if children already have heart conditions the war game doesn't give them the heart conditions at least so far that's, in some the, of the study. that's and see that's the thing though like you don't know that part of that until you actually read exactly yeah so here i'm going to read a little bit of this article and we'll let uh, the chat jump in and key i'm going to let you give your thoughts here first but here it says uh video games may seem like a sedentary activity but the adrenaline rush they give can trigger deadly heart rhythms in susceptible children a landmark new study found Games can cause an uncommon but distinct pattern of arrhythmic heartbeats, which has even caused death in some kids with cardiac issues, a report published in the Heart Rhythm. Uh, video games may represent a serious risk to some children with arrhythmic conditions. They m might be lethal in patients with predisposing but often previously unrecognized arrhythmic conditions. Head researcher Claire M. Lawley, uh, who has an MBBS and PhD, they said in a press release, the researchers found that many of the children who suffered heart issues were playing multiplayer war games on both console and computer, though they did not specify what games. Let's just be honest, it was probably Call of Duty. They also said that patients they also said that patients entered excited states and grew ill after fighting with their fellow players. Experts warn that children who experience blackouts while gaming should be taken to a heart specialist as losing consciousness could be a telling sign of an undiagnosed heart problem. Uh, basically, it says the new research suggests that video gaming may not be as safe as an alternative to contact sports as, contact sports as previously touted. The adrenaline rush from physical activity and heightened emotions such as gaming can lead to blackouts, palpitations and dizziness uh in some cases a child's video game induced blackout led to others in his family being checked out and diagnosed with a genetic heart condition 
So see, you're seeing a lot of things that are kind of connected. Um, and in here, it talks a little bit about one of the uh, researcher, Christian Turner, says, we already know that some children have heart conditions that can put them at risk when playing competitive sports, but we were shocked to discover that some patients were having life-threatening blackouts during video gaming. Video gaming was something I previously thought would be an alternative, safe activity. This is a really important discovery, she said. We need to ensure everyone knows how important it is to get checked out when someone has had a blackout episode in these circumstances. So, Kia, that's a lot to digest there, a lot to unpack here, a very short article. But um, I like the article, and I'm also frustrated with the article. It's kind of my first initial thoughts. So, Kia, what are, you, what are your thoughts here? So my initial thoughts when I when I saw so this is how I found it was a friend posted a screenshot of it and I was like okay I want to look into this because because it looks like something our podcast could delve into mm -hmm. right so I click on it I like I go find it and I I look at it and I'm like wow this is a really short article and I'm like let me see this because to me instantly as a gamer I go oh look gaming is under attack again. Because how many times has games been done under attack for whatever reason, causing violence in kids, causing yeah, this in kids, you know, like it's constantly. So to me, when I first read the article, I was like, oh, <laughs> it's under attack again. Let's yeah. check this out. Let's see what craziness they're coming up with. Um, and so the further I read along, I kind of got agitated because I was like, I don't understand. And I'm like, OK, so they're saying it, they're the way they titled it obviously was clickbait. They want you to read this article. Because when you find when you read the full article, you realize that it's these kids already had diagnosed heart conditions. So they knew going in that these kids already had it. So it's not or that they had a genetic heart disease that they didn't know about that they didn't know about, but it was still there. And they just it just went undiagnosed until then. So it's like this isn't causing kids to have heart issues. It's not causing it. It's it's showing it. Like it's basically just like with any contact sport, any anything that will get your adrenaline going doesn't even have to be a sport. <laughs> it could just be a movie. <laughs> anything that's going to get your adrenaline going and get your heart pumping is going to do something to you. It's going Absolutely. to have yeah. an effect. So you might as well say, oh, uh, movies that are um, high impact, like superhero movies. Kids get super excited over those, right? You could say something like that. Oh, it causes it causes heart issues. No, it doesn't. It just makes them more known. <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't actually cause the issue. So that's where I get irritated with it because it's like it don't say that it's causing it because it's not. It's showing that even in even though it's not a contact sport, it can still cause some issues because it's it's just an it's just like with a contact sport or anything else that's going to get that adrenaline running and pumping. So to me, it's just another one of those things. Parents pay attention to your kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, to, to jump in on what you're talking about, Kia, that's kind of why I'm, where my frustration is. It's definitely clickbaity and it leans into that, that side that wants to say video games are awful. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they can easily just point to this because obviously people that want to make video games the devil uh, yeah. are able to use this without reading the article and just take the headlines and kind of use it to, to push their agenda, which gets really frustrating. Now, 
the thing that I think you really need to take from the article is where they're talking about that video games do have the potential to push the adrenaline levels of a kid or adult the same level to the same ability and levels that uh, a contact sport or a highly debated argument or anything, uh, a fight, <clears throat> any of those things. The yeah. the adrenaline level that games that games can deliver. Which on the like scientific side of things, I'm like, it's kind of amazing. The fact that you can sit there and be playing a game and your adrenaline just gets because it's, well, it, it can be competitive, right? So yeah, you get fired it's up. A, I'm sure I'm Kane. Like, I'm sure if you anything. you take Kane's pulse in the middle of a, a Apex game with you, it's probably oh, racing. <laughs> yeah, probably so. <laughs> but um, yeah, anything that can be taken competitively is going to raise the heart rate. It's 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 just part of being competitive. I mean. Take a racer's heart before the race and you'll see that the heart is already running because that adrenaline's going. You take, yeah, you know, like that's just what it is. They're excited about the race. It, it's it, with anything, anything that can be competitive, it's going to raise that heart rate. So it's not just video games. So that's where, like I said, that's where I got kind of irritated because it's like it is leaning towards that agenda of people who want to make out video games to be like this horrible thing. Yeah. And, and the really other not. thing I thought was interesting, I did, I did Google a little bit and I tried to find a few other articles and there's an article that goes all the way back to 1983 that talks oh. about the same stuff, which is crazy. Cause you're talking about like ColecoVision games and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Nintendo is just coming out then. Mario Brothers is right getting yeah. people's heart rates. So obviously not to this extent. But one study I came across said that they had studied 22 kids that had died and correlated it to video game play. They used part of this study. And they didn't say that video games killed them. It's not what they were saying. They were just saying out of the 22, this many had played a inducing game that could push it and, and push their heart conditions. And all of them, 16 of the 22, I think had known heart diseases and the other ones didn't, but they had genetic diseases. They just didn't know that they had them. But what I thought was interesting, the study that they used was ages seven to 14 and they all, and this study talked about using all kids that played war games. And my initial thought was like, it's such a bad rap because call of duty just re released their next game. It's a mature yeah. game. Mm -hmm. It is rated for 18 and up. Now, I'm not yep. stupid. I know tons of kids play. Tons of parents let their kids play. And that's up yep. to you. We talk about that many times. It's up to the comfort level of the parents, what they think that their kids can handle on yes. the competitive side of things. When you talk multiplayer, if they want to play the campaign, what can they mentally handle? Because there's a lot of adult themes and killing and, and violence and graphic things that happen in the game because it's trying to deliver. Call of Duty is known to be the summer, end of summer blockbuster war style movie but put in a video game they do yeah. very good at it with their cutscenes and their campaign uh whether you like it or not uh i i think their their game their campaign games are phenomenal on the blockbuster side they're not tens it's not god of war ragnarok it's not what i'm arguing it's just it's supposed to be entertaining and fun and push things to the next level and they continuously seem to do that year after year but again here this 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 war video game is getting hate because a bunch of kids are having heart issues playing the game and in, in defense of the video game and Activision or, or Battlefield, whichever war game they're playing, they rate their games to be played 18 and up. Same with like Apex. Mm -hmm. they, theirs is rated mature. It, needs to, it has to be, you know, like there's things and there's violence. You know, there's a reason why they have it rated high. Mm -hmm. 
It's not a kid's game. And like we said, we have talked about it multiple times and we will continue to always stress that it is always up to the adult, like the parent, on what they feel like their child can handle. It is never, we will never tell you yes or no. It's completely up to you as the parent to know whether your child can handle what is going on in the game. Yeah. And and stuff. So, yeah. Absolutely. Now, now like I said, I, there is part of the article that I do like. And the, the part that I do like, if you can take this with, with some smarts and, and use your brain here, I like because we do speak to a lot of parents that either they don't like video games or they don't understand it. They don't really know the benefits or negatives to it because there there are negatives for kids playing too long. I understand that. I see some tendencies in my own son that kind of give me pause. Sometimes he's two and he's all excited. Like he's like, he, as soon as he comes over, he's like, I want, I want to play, I want to play game. I want to play game. I want to play game. And he's super smart. Like I see him getting smarter. He plays a lot of toddler puzzle games and stuff like that, but he's, he's super smart. He's amazing. But it kind of makes me laugh because I, I, I pause a little bit. I'm like, okay, he shouldn't play it that long. But I like that it's bringing attention to parents that are unaware how much adrenaline a kid can get from gaming in general. Because it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't have to be a war game. It can be competitive Mario Brothers on the phone. (laughs) They've got that like Battle Royale version of playing Mario Brothers where you're just trying to get through the levels as fast as you can and survive. Mm -hmm. Or um, uh, the Nintendo Switch has Tetris Connect, I think is what they call, which is the, I don't know if it's Connect, but it's basically a Battle Royale Tetris. And the games last about five minutes, but it's crazy. I mean, yeah. Flap, there is no mobile game that got me raging in my life more than Flappy Bird did. I don't know if you ever played Flappy Bird, Kia, but I'm sure there's some listeners out there. That game made me just want to die some days. I was like, <laughs> I would just be screaming at the phone. Oh. Did you ever play Flappy I mean, Bird? No, I never played Flappy Bird. you know what Bird. it is? I know what it is, but I never you played it. You just tap the screen to make yep. this bird fly between the Mario pipes. Yeah, yeah and that's painful. But the ass. like, <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I, I'm already sweating right now talking about it. <laughs> so I, I like that it's bringing that no, to Andrew the forefront. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ender. Listen here, and as he's right, horror games can also horror games, <laughs> yeah. the adrenaline. Terrifying. Because <laughs> I was playing one yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so I lots, think it's important that screaming. parents learn this too, that learn that they learn that side, that they understand. Yeah. You know, we talk about how um, you know the social aspect, the there's a lot of positives to it, but it does push your it can push your adrenaline quite a bit and get you racing so that's another reason why uh, kids might need limited hours on it limited breaks and i always like jay's theory with it uh instead of just saying okay time to get off the game you can use gaming in a way to teach your kids like jay jay will say okay you have an hour and a half and when the hour and a half is up it's up but you know the you know his kids know that if They've only got 10 minutes left. Maybe not the best time to start a new Battle Royale game. Maybe just mess with your character a little bit for the last 10 minutes that you have. But they get to manage their own time, right? So I, that's always been one of my favorite ways that I've heard uh, parents deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I like to... Um, so Kane, uh, he's. I allow him to play games that I know some people probably wouldn't allow their child to play. Um, but there's plenty of people that do because <laughs> I've been witness to it and I've seen their and I've heard their mouths and I'm just like, where is your mother? <laughs> like, <laughs> where is your mother right now? Your mouth needs to be washed out with soap. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, 
but Kane has played games and um, recently he's been playing Overwatch 2 because yes, mm-hmm. Overwatch 2 is free to play right now. Um, they did that as a thing that so it's free to play. And so Kane was playing it. Well, um, for those who don't know, um, if you're playing with someone uh, who's on PC, uh, he's on console, um, they turn off aim assist. So he I heard has a about harder, this. He has a harder time when he plays with us. He still does really good, but he does have a harder time with it. And he has gotten to the point where he does this. Oh, they're cheating. And I'm like, mm, no, sir. I said, just because they've done something that you didn't think was possible or the way they like, just because they managed to kill you doesn't necessarily mean that they cheated. So when he gets to that point, I'm like, okay you're done after this match you're you're done you can't play anymore and then he gets upset and he's like but i'm i was like you can be sorry but you're done (laughs) like that's it yeah you know like you need to take a break so that's my thing like i always tell him like when you start getting worked up to the point that you're getting upset or you start crying or you're getting angry then it's time to take a break from the game um i've been there plenty of times as an adult i have gotten angry and upset with a game like apex where I'm just so frustrated with, and most of the time it's with myself because I feel like I could do better. I get to that point where I'm like, all right, this is my last game. I can't play anymore. Like yeah. I need to take. Yeah, like, you I learn. Myself, you learn that you have adult. to move on from the game <laughs> like, because you're I gonna, need to take like, a break. <laughs> you're gonna lose your mind. Yeah, absolutely. But I've been that. I've been there in single player games too, where I've gotten so frustrated with something that I just can't seem to beat. And I'm so mad at myself, and I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I need to like. I have to get off. And what's funny is I'll do that and I'll take that break and I'll come back and I'll figure it out like that. And I'm like, I just needed to take a break. (laughs) So that's always been my thing. That's something my father always instilled in me when we were young. If we got upset with a video game, he always told us to take a break. Um, So when I hear people that have said that they've broken their controller or their keyboard or their mouse, I'm like, what? I've never done that. Have I gotten mad enough that probably I could have? Probably. But because my dad instilled it in us at such young age that we needed to take breaks when we got angry with something. Yeah. That I've I have never done that. I've never thrown a controller across the room. I've never done any of that. Now I know yeah, plenty of people neither. have, and that's fine. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't like I've never personally done it, but I've known several people that have. And I'm just like, man, my parents would have whipped my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, before we leave this and, and move on and kind of break down what we're what we're doing going forward, is there anybody in chat that had anything to add? I don't want to dismiss them. Mm-hmm. Oh, Adzi was saying that not not only not just kids get excited about here superhero movies, which is true. A lot of adults yeah. get excited about them as well. Very true. Um. Uh, and um, Ender says they all cheat, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and um, James would never be able to play if crying made you not able to play. I have no words for you, Ender. Ender's just trolling. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now he's just trolling. He's just upset because we're going to play some Call of Duty after this, and I'm probably going to be better than him. <laughs> um. So uh, my kind of my last thought before we move on is take stuff like this that you hear if you're a parent and you're, you know, you're not too familiar with all the gaming. 
I would take some of this with a grain of salt, but I would also take it serious as well because what they're trying to really tell you is that video games can push this adrenaline, can affect kids with heart diseases and things like that. So if you have a child with heart issues or anything that pushes the adrenaline, maybe they don't play a lot of contact sports or they don't do things because you're afraid that they can't handle that based on their health risk. Just know that video games do have the potential to push your kids in that same health risk, but it doesn't mean all video games have that potential. There's tons. I mean, there are games that I play because I want to be chilled out and I want to relax and they're puzzle games and, and things like that, just different. Maybe they're story games thing. You know, there are, plenty of games so that's where as a parent i really encourage you to get involved understand what your kids are playing and really know a little bit um what the game is about and kind of what entails in the game because just because the game looks cute and has a bunch of pixel art doesn't mean that it's not going to freak them out or drive their adrenaline more than a call of duty match so they uh (laughs) games games can be tricky don't don't judge everything by appearance um yeah so with that being said, let's discuss the future of Parents versus Gaming Kia. So uh, as we were discussing pre-show, I'm going to kind of knock this out real quick, and then you can jump in if you think I forgot anything. Our plan going forward uh, is Ender and I take the Last Choice Network. Uh, we really want to start pushing our podcast platform. We're really turning this into a podcast network. So Parents versus Gaming is going to go to a once-a-month live show. That way, Kia and I aren't skipping multiple, multiple weeks as we try to align our schedule. It will almost always be on a Sunday night. Uh, that way, when it's December and it's Christmas break, yes, we're not going to do stuff over Christmas week or Thanksgiving weekend and things like that, but we can have one show in October. This is our October show. We will do a show in November. We will do a live show in December. Now, with that being said, for those that love to listen to the podcast and hear our topics, we're going to have some interviews coming up soon and we're going to dive in. We are going to have a podcast release every Monday morning, just like this podcast releases normally. So every Monday morning, the Parents vs. Gaming podcast will go live on the Last Choice Network YouTube channel and well, not live, but it will it will be published for Monday morning on the YouTube channel for Last Choice Network and uh, all the podcast platforms. You can look us up just Parents vs. Gaming or you can Google search Last Choice Network. Does that sound about right, Kia, on everything? Yes. Parents vs. Gaming? Yep. All right. And like we did say, we are really going to emphasize uh, a lot of stories just like we did today. We're really going to gear this uh, uh, in the direction that we've been trying to kind of turn this uh, going forward. Now, we do have a number of other podcasts, if you don't know, under Last Choice Network. Some are video, some are just audio. Uh, we have a new podcast called The 614 and Beyond, which is basically Ohio uh, sports. Uh, there's a guy that joined our team. His name's Jason, which is at Fire the Cannon. Uh, he does a lot of sports breakdown of Ohio sports. That's where I'm from. I kind of got involved in that. We have never met in person, so I just kind of came across in the community. But he highlights a lot of Ohio State stuff, a lot of Columbus Blue Jackets, Columbus Crew, and then some outlying uh, sports, uh, whether it's NFL, uh, different college, things like that. So that's that's uh, been a lot of fun to add that. We added a new podcast called Death on Destination. That just launched last week, and that podcast is about deaths at famous tourist locations. So recently, they just did the volcano. I can't remember what it's called, but it's the one that they feature in um, Moana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they just did a whole series on that and kind of the deaths that have happened there at that location. So very interesting podcast. Not quite a true crime podcast, but kind of in in that genre. Yeah. So they'll drop an episode every week. 
We have two, we have Last Choice TV Reviews, and we've got two different shows. We've got Last Choice TV Reviews, House of the Dragon, and Last Choice TV Reviews, The Winchesters, which is the CW show, which is a prequel to Supernatural. Those are Ender's babies. I join Ender on those. I'm learning The Winchesters because I've never seen Supernatural, so this is very interesting to watch a prequel to a show that I don't know a lot about. Yeah. Me, and, me, and, me and Kane, actually, um, he would get up and, and sometimes in the mornings and I'd ask him and he would sit down and we'd watch Supernaturals. Um, so oh, he's watched that's awesome. Supernaturals since he was really young. Um, and he, yes. Maybe Kane can, Kane can get on and fill. He should listen to the podcast <laughs> um, and fill me in on stuff I'm missing. <laughs> he, he loves the Supernaturals. I have not watched the Winchesters yet. Um, I've been skeptical about it. Um, it's pretty good. As someone that's never seen it. Said, um, she said it was actually pretty good. And apparently mm-hmm. it's stuff that um, Dean had found out. So he's telling, he's the, telling story. the story. Correct. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's a little bit better then because, you know, the way they met and Supernaturals is apparently completely different than how the Winchester one is told. So um, I was like, I don't know if that's really going to be like, I don't know if they're yeah. going to go off story. And then when my sister-in-law was like, well, this is kind of the breakdown of it. So if you want to try it out, because me and her are both big Supernatural mm-hmm. fans. Um, so I might actually give that a shot. So yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it. I'll, I'll say that I'm really enjoying it. It's definitely got that CW, a little bit cheesy CW feel to it, like oh, all their shows, that. of course, do. But I, I like it. I think it's, it's super chill and really <laughs> relaxing but i was trying to do some of these podcast breakdowns the last couple of weeks by myself and holy cow i don't know what i'm talking about but i tried to do my best to fill in for ender but uh, he'll be back uh, for for this (laughs) this this coming week so i'm excited about that We've also got Two Dudes the Game, which is just the video gaming podcast Ender and I do. Um, if there's big stories in the Apex world or something like that, I can only imagine Key will probably come on to join us that. We might do breakdowns of E3 and things like that as well. Uh, we've got our Kenichi Yeehaw podcast, which is anime, and our last choice on the left, which is our horror, the scary stuff, as Jay would want me to make sure I'm you know, saying that correctly. And I think that's it. Did I miss one? I may have missed one. I think there's eight or nine. I don't remember that we have so many. Yeah. So, (laughs) but the point is, is that the network is is growing. Uh, Ender and I are really going to put a a focus on growing these podcasts and pushing the things that we can on, whether it's YouTube and the audio platforms. So we're very excited about that. I'm kind of leaving my streaming career I'm, I'm kind of done. I'm just turning that over to Kia. That's why all of our live shows will be on there. We also started a group. If you're on Facebook, please join the group Parents versus Gaming as we're going to grow that. Try to get a community in there. We would love to have everyone from the bakery come in as Kia's community just to kind of give their input from time to yeah, time. I'll share the Facebook link and it's up to you guys. It's your at your discretion. You don't have to. Um, I will post the Facebook link in our my bakery discord for those who would like to join uh, yeah. the Facebook group. And once it grows a little bit, we will turn it private. So people will have to find, you know, find it or get invited and they'll have to request to join. And the reason for that is we want it to be a safe place for parents to talk about stuff with their kids or maybe their kid, uh, their kids are looking to game with other kids where they can feel like a safe environment. So we can kind of control that. We, we hope to grow up very, very large, but we want uh, people to have to kind of um, request us to join. So it is open for the time being, but we will close it with uh, by the end of the month. So by the end of December, I, I will close it, make it private. And that way we can kind of open up. But we would love, even if you don't have kids, we would love you guys. I know in the bakery, you guys are very talkative. People, parents might come in and ask about a certain game. And if you happen to see it, we would love you guys to be able to jump in and give your take on what a game is because we want people to have a place to go for that. 
So that is the future Parents First Gaming. So you won't see us live again probably for at least a couple of weeks, uh, but we will be back. We will do one episode before Thanksgiving on a Sunday. I don't think it'll be next Sunday, but it could be the Sunday after. And then you'll see us for one Sunday in December live. But every Monday we will have an episode that comes out. Um, as far as before we say goodbye, uh, I can let you know that I am about to dive into the Call of Duty. I've been playing the campaign. I'm playing it on the hardest level possible. It's very difficult, but it's a lot of fun. It's very challenging. And I'm going to jump into the multiplayer. I'm super excited about the new map to come out. But Are you going to stream it? Um, no, well, maybe. No, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, my streaming, my streaming. I'm on Facebook Gaming now, so you can find me at James the Third on Facebook Gaming. Okay. Um, but I'll I'll just kind of jump in and out of my stream. It's just going to be more for fun, or if a couple people like want to watch. But I'm I'm strictly on Facebook Gaming now, uh, just to help promote uh, Parents First Gaming and the Last yeah. Choice Network page and all that. So I, I really enjoy being over there. I've actually found a little bit of an audience already. It, it's definitely it's. It's not as easy, honestly, to start your stream and stuff as it is on Twitch. It's a few extra steps, but it, but it's it's pretty nice. That's good. So, but what about you, all, Kia? What have you been playing? Um. Well, so we finished our Dragon Age series. Um. Not last Tuesday, Tuesday before that. So, um, we have moved on to a new story, and we are playing uh, Alice. The uh, Madness Returns. Oh, um, I heard that. That's a, actually really good. It's like a hidden gem. It is. Um, I had a friend gift it to me. Um, he had asked me if he gifted it to me if I would play it on stream for him, and I said yes. So, I have been. I have started that, and I uh, first time playing it. Uh, absolutely love it. I am in love with the game. To me, it is a Alice in Wonderland that is um, Tim Burton. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and Tim Burton awesome. is one of my absolute favorite directors. So um, anything he's directed, I've watched. <laughs> because I just love him as a as a director. Um, but yes, so I have absolutely fell in love with this game. He showed me how to, I can unlock the first one. Because this is the second one I'm playing. I didn't, I didn't realize this. So um, he showed me a way to unlock the first one that I can get okay. it for free. I just can got to go in and unlock it. So I'm going to do that. So because um, I really want to play the whole like the whole story um, yeah, for on stream. Um, so yeah. And then um, I've been doing a little bit of overwatch too, since it came out, not uh, I've done that a couple times on stream. Uh, normally I do my apex on Thursdays and then um, Saturday uh, it's kind of like up in the air. Depends on how I feel, but this past Saturday we did a spooky Saturday. So we played a horror game <laughs> and there were lots of jumping and screaming and um, pursing. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> because I also had scary sound alerts, and I have this one wonderful person that just has perfect timing. <laughs> hey, I love it. I um, love it. So yeah, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's basically what I've been up to. Um, I will continue to play the spooky game because it is Resident Evil Seven. Um, I actually am enjoying the story part of it. Um, I'm not huge fan of the jumping and the scaring, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's intense. But I played that in VR, the, actually. The story, so oh gosh, I can, I don't it was think all, I can play awful. a game in it was VR. All, it was I would awful. get so oh my gosh, I would get so I would because you know like on the screen you like push a button to like peek in the door, but when yeah. you play in VR you physically peek in the door like with your body oh, and then oh, you yeah, like, like actually mm -mm. oh gosh like I punched my wall. <laughs> I that would broke, be me. <laughs> I almost broke my hand like trying to like fight like. Mm -mm. <laughs> 
smell What's funny is that, like, you could just close your eyes. Yeah. But I don't think about that. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I feel like I'm transported in. I'm about to go to him. <laughs> oh, Kane just got the. I saw that. If you're watching on video, you can see Kane just got the finger. Oh. Well, that's great, yeah, Kia. So I'm super excited. Oh, I'm gonna have yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to jump. Uh, jump over and see some of this for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably not tonight because I am very tired tonight. Um, that's the best time to we, play because your guard's we, down. Oh gosh, yeah, no. <laughs> My guard was down yesterday, and I knew, I knew that. What's bad is like, I think it's worse when you know, like you're expecting it, so you're like, I know this is gonna happen. Mm. And then when it happens, it's like, you're just it. It still gets you. Have you played Outlast like, yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, that was another one Adzi suggested for me when I, yeah, I was asking. You should play about the first Outlast. Games. You will. I will be shocked He's... if you don't scream within the first five minutes. <laughs> I think I screamed within the first five minutes of. Uh, mm -hmm. But now, last you got no weapons. Oh no! You can't defend yourself. You just have to hide. Like, the whole time, the first part of of the game in Resident Evil, you don't have a weapon. Yeah, it's you don't true. have anything. You're just, yeah. you're just wandering around and you hear a noise and you're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like I don't have anything. Go away. <laughs> so, yeah, I will definitely continue to play it though because I have enjoyed the story part. So um, hey, I will great. definitely continue to play it. Um, so it'll probably just be something I do on Saturdays, though, since I already have a story game set on Tuesdays. So, yeah. Well, sounds good. All right, guys. Well, that's going to bring us to the end of Parents vs. Gaming. This was episode 49. Our next episode will be episode 50. We were trying to do something... <clears throat> we were trying to do something very special, but we are going to hold off. Uh, if we do any kind of reunion episode, we'll probably look towards episode 100 as we will get there much faster going on this format instead of sitting around and, and waiting for a couple like weeks between episodes. <laughs> so we're excited to get you guys going. We're excited to have the weekly episodes. If you are watching on YouTube or you haven't yet, we would love for you to describe to subscribe on our Last Choice Network YouTube channel. Please like the videos. Leave comments. Comments help. Uh, give us your opinion. You don't have to agree with us, but we would love to hear your opinions and your thoughts. Uh, same with any of the audio platforms, Spotify and Apple specifically. We would love, uh, you know, give us a rating. Please give us a five-star rating. Give us a listen. Put put those automatic downloads on. Something like that. Anything that, anything that helps us, uh, Key and I very, very much appreciate it. So yes, with that being said, I am James III. I am here with Kia Kane. And we hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Peace.